0: Hello, and welcome to the Challenging Your Health Mindset. This is a podcast being sponsored by the Student Health Center and Wellness Initiatives Department. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My good friend Megan Lucas is here with us today, and I am so glad you are.
1: It's a beautiful day to be sitting in this room with
0: you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Listen, um, I know what an exceptional person you are and all the value you bring to this area. I count you as a friend. But help our listeners know who you are today as we talk about combating burnout. Of course, this is going to be under the dimensions of wellness, uh, occupational wellness, that is. uh, Occupational uh, wellness. Help us understand who Megan Lucas is.
1: Well, that's a short. That's a really a short answer, honestly. Uh, Megan Lucas is the I'm the CEO and Chief Regional Economic Development Officer for the Lynchburg Regional Business Alliance. Yeah. I'm charged. Uh, our organization is charged with growing and sustaining uh, the the uh, the eco the economic ecosystem of the Lynchburg region, which. The Lynchburg region. Anytime we talk about it, is the city of Lynchburg and the four surrounding counties of mm-hmm. Appomattox, Amherst, Bedford County, and Campbell, and uh, and everybody that that calls this region home, whether it's home and uh, personally or business. Yeah. So uh, engaged in a lot of things, but making sure businesses grow and thrive in this region, and when that happens, so do people.
0: Yes. Yes. And I I so appreciate you being here. I, the purpose of us gathering today is to talk about. What does it look like in the workplace and what are some healthy habits students can start practicing now in order to improve their occupational wellness?
1: That's a great question. Um, You know, I am going to digress a little bit on that. When I was in college Mm -hmm. years ago. I lived in the residence hall, mm-hmm. and the residence hall, every time we left for the weekend, yeah. you had a checklist of things you had to do when you left your room, right? Sure, sure. So I can remember when I would, I was raised on a cattle ranch in Missouri, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, college was two hours away. So I was going to go home for the weekend, I would have to empty the garbage in my in my dorm room, right? Mm-hmm. I'd have to, you know, clean out, maybe clean out the fridge or throw out old food, but I had this little checklist. Right. And the reason I tell you that is because those habits I created from that checklist, i do now. I yeah. still do. So when my husband and I go away on a trip, we clean the house, we throw, we empty the garbage, right. and we clean out right. you know old stuff in the fridge. And so those are habits that college created for us. That's good. And I think that the same can be applied to when we talk about um, uh, we talk about our wellness mm-hmm. um, and our occupational wellness. Those things that when a teacher is, or a professor is asking a student, you class starts at eight. Right, and we expect you to participate, mm-hmm. and um, this is how you're going to get your score, your your points at the end of the year. Certainly, you're going to have tests, you're going to have reports due, you're going to have to have special, you'll have special projects. But those skills that the the requirements that the faculty have of you or sure. of us. Those are our occupational wellness skills. Oh. So when we're on, when we go to class on time, when we're, when we are conditioned or trained to be on time for class, mm. so too are we going to be conditioned to be on time for work. That's good. And that eliminates the stressors that can help us cause burnout and anxiety. Ooh. So when I'm late to class, if a Professor Lucas is, you know, saying you're you're late, Megan, that's five points. Then I'm going to internalize that, and that's going to affect my ability to um, to think and and to focus. So, you know, I, I'm sure I thought, and I know I was late to class many times as a student. And I probably thought, what well, What's the big deal? I'm paying for this. If I come to class on time or late, who cares? Well, mm-hmm. really, what's happening is we're learning that what is going to be expected of us in 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 our career fields is to be on time to meet the expectations that the professor or the business has laid out for us and execute the projects and the performance.
0: Wow. Wow. I I hope you guys are picking up these nuggets that Megan is putting down. Uh, So if you had a define occupational wellness, I I know you briefly gave us a 20,000 foot view of it. How would you help our students to translate that?
1: Um, occupational wellness is going to be about, uh, really the Simon Sinek finding your why mm. if, if, um, you're going out into the world and you're going to be a professional, yeah. you need to make sure for occupational wellness, it really starts with the why and the value that you're getting and that you're giving.
0: Oh wow, that's good. So
1: that—that's how I define occupational wellness: mm-hmm. making sure you can define the why, and that the why is connected to your your value statement and your 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 own purposes and the impact that you want to see in yourself in the world.
0: That's good. That's good. Tell us about a time you experienced burnout in the workplace,
1: mm-hmm.
0: if that's ever. Occurred you know, that's a great you.
1: question. <laughs> We—I was kind of thinking about that um, before we got started. And I, uh, I know that I've had burnout Mm -hmm. and um, you know, I, so I run the chamber of commerce Mm -hmm. and regional economic development. I've been doing that since, uh, well, for well over 20 years and it is a high tempo career field because um, it's a lot of, um, a lot of multitasking, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of fires to be put out. Uh, you know, one of the things that we're doing is we're helping businesses grow and be successful. Well, look at the it, the issues that a face of business on a day to day. Yeah, and they could call us for any number of things. So we have to be able to, uh, you know, sorry to use the word y'all, but mm-hmm. we have to be able to pivot. Uh-huh. So I may be working on, um, you know, on project A, but when a business calls and says I need help with HR, or most recently. Megan, what, is, what are the new minimum wage laws gonna do to my business? Oh, wow. Megan mm-hmm. um, and Alliance, what's gonna go on with this marijuana and how's that gonna impact my workforce? That's good. So, you know, when I think about burnout, for me, it could be a little bit of overwhelming uh, when I've been overwhelmed and not being able to keep up. Mm. And burnout probably has been from lack of time management um, and managing priorities. Wow. Yeah. So I, I, would. And so when, if I were to think about, you know, pinpoint a time when I was burnout, it's going to be a time where I am very tired. Mm. I am probably am eating everything that comes across my table. Right, right. You know, I always joke. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but I have some friends who are, who, um, are when they get stressed, they exercise. Mm-hmm. I did not get that gene. <laughs> where can I get it? Right, right. Uh, I have the gene where I'm stressed. You walk by Comfort. with the donut, I will knock you down to get it. <laughs> yeah, you walk by yeah. with the milkshake, I'm chasing you down. Pizza, don't even stop, you know? Right, right. So I'm a stress eater. So yeah. burnout for me, uh, I know when I'm burnout is when I can't focus, mm-hmm. when I'm eating everything that comes even within, you know, three feet of me. Wow. Um, and when I'm not, and probably when I'm not, when I'm, I would say when I'm, I'm a little bit emotional. But so, sleep will tell me. If I have the mm-hmm. need to sleep 12, 11 hours then, then I know I, I've hit I've hit burnout. Sure. And oftentimes the reason I, that I've hit burnout is poor time management,
0: procra- which, which is
1: procrastination, right? Whew. And I will tell you, I'm a procrastinator. Mm. Um, no. Yeah, yeah I will procrastinate. And so time, but time management is always the key. And I combat that through, I'm a list maker. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've got... Uh, so I've, that's
0: how you recover I from do, yeah, it. I do. Yeah. Okay.
1: Is have that list. And one of the things I love to do... Okay. I am active. I, mm-hmm. I like action. So I will, some people will make a list just like these questions. One, two, three, four. And, and, and the act of you're doing it, the act of, oop, check that one off, got right, it, is it. is empowering. and the Or the act of drawing a line through it, mm-hmm. empowering. What yeah. I like to do is I will have a sticky note for each one of those items on my list oh my goodness. so that when I complete it, I take it, I wad <laughs> that thing up, and I throw it. Yeah. And for me, that's, uh, yeah. you know, that's... Uh,
0: that's your immediate gratification. It, that's right. That's me. right.
1: And so for me, uh, one of the ways I combat burnout is really paying attention to the list And the follow up, because it's when we allow ourselves to get behind that we internalize. I stink at this. I'm failing at this. I'm never going to get this done. Look at this giant list. Well, just like when we were babies, one step at a time.
0: That's good. That's good. Listen, uh, my next question is, what habits would you recommend students start practicing now? That will transfer into the workplace environment.
1: Well, I think some of the things we talked about—you know, being on time Mm -hmm. for, um, you know, when you when you start the class at the beginning of the year and you get the syllabus and the Mm -hmm. faculty uh, person, uh, faculty member says, "Here are my expectations of you. Mm -hmm. I expect you to come to class. I expect you to be on time. I expect you to do your homework. Expect you to do the best you can. I expect you to be a good teammate when we have group projects." That is a job interview. Wow. that is the job so when you get your first job mm-hmm. they're going to give you the same syllabus yeah. only then it's these are the expectations of the job we're hiring you sure.
0: for a job description that's right yeah.
1: exactly the right. job description and so uh you know paying attention to the expectations that your faculty has for has for you is is going to transfer to the expectations that your employer will have of you okay. and if you want to be if you want to be average okay Mm-hmm. you know wander in at five after
0: yeah meander <laughs> yeah
1: just and and do the basic you need to do to get by but if you want to be successful mm-hmm. if you want to have the credibility and the respect of your you know of your fellow employees yeah. or, or or your friends then you've got you've got to show up You've just got to show up. So I would say from the in college now, uh, the simple things of being on time, knowing that, you know, one of the things I was very cognizant of um, in college was that I am I'm at that time as Megan Smith. Right. Mm-hmm. That was my maiden name. So as Megan Smith, everybody sees me by my actions. Mm. and they define i define how you see me how mm-hmm. you perceive me right um, and so and for all college students you know what you know say your name and people will 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 um, will, will put characteristics to you and 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 those characteristics will care, will go with you to your profession so Absolutely. if you want to be seen as responsible and respectable mm-hmm. then you need you need to show up You need to execute. You need to be on time. You need to be a good teammate. You need to be a good classmate.
0: That is awesome.
1: Um, And so those are some of the, that's what I, I think that's how.
0: You know what? My mom used to tell me, if you want to be a winner, hang around winners. Mm -hmm. And. I think I'm going to be a winner after hanging around you because you are just laying it out. You're you're successful in your career. You're an impactor, influencer in the community. Uh, we worked on a number of projects together. And that's why we have you here today talking to us about what it looks like in the workplace and how do we build those healthy habits.
1: You know, we are... You, you are PR. I know you mm-hmm. and, and I know the, the assumptions I've made about you, the characteristics I put with you are because of how you present yourself, how you sure, come to the table. Sure, sure. And so we all need to remember that we are our own PR pe- people. We're our own PR marketing. And so if I, you know, walking out this building, shove somebody out of the way and they're like, that, that was Megan Lucas. I just hurt my own brand, brand. and identity. Mm-hmm. You are your brand and identity, that's and you're the only one that controls that. And that's what that's what you know. That's what I try and tell eighth graders. That's what I tell college students. Sure. Um, and that only you can control that.
0: That's good, positive. So, what are the tell uh, tell signs that someone can identify that they are experiencing burnout? Yeah. I
1: think that if, um, I think initially it's difficult to recognize burnout in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm going to say there's probably, let's say 60%, 40% of those, 60% of the people probably find it difficult to recognize burnout in themselves. Okay. We all know those people who walk around going, I'm sure. so tired. Yeah. I can't do this. I'm overwhelmed. Mm. There are people who, who just do that naturally. It's their sure. they're predisposed to, <laughs> to, to, do, to do that. Yeah. But I think that anytime you, for your roommates, for your friends and your family, when you see changes in their habits mm-hmm. uh, or something that's really out of character for them, yeah. that that's an idea that they might be experiencing burnout. Let's say, for example, your roommate starts drinking large quantities of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Might be a sign of burnout. Sure. Let's say that your roommate, um, or you know, your dorm mate or suite mate, they exercise religiously, mm-hmm. but they've stopped, mm. or they're doing it kind of half, half, haphazardly. Right? Mm-hmm. They're not really mm-hmm. as committed. Um, you know, we're in tune to our friends, right? Sure, sure. And we're in tune to our roommates. Mm-hmm. You know, I can to this day tell you the habits of my college roommates. Right. Um, one of which was borrowing my clothes. But so <laughs> I think... Un- absolutely. <laughs> so I think one of the things is to really look at just personality changes. Are they snappy? Are, mm. or are they snapping at you or typically they wouldn't? Mm. Are they now maybe hoarding... Um, and not as kind as they, as they've been sure. or they're quieter, you know, certainly if I'm not very talkative, someone's going to say something going on Something's with you. Something going on Right. right. Um, and I think that anytime somebody says to me, if I said to you, how's your day? And you said, fine, that's a flag for me. I'm going to mm-hmm. say, well, let's, what do you mean?
0: Unpack that for me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, unpack okay. that for me. Uh, but burnout, it comes in so many different ways. Um, but a lot of times, um, it's it's just overwhelming and time. You know, and time management. There's all, there's all sorts of personal issues, right? Absolutely. There's also what's going on with my family. And right now during COVID, it, burnout is a whole different thing. Oh, I mean, we're burnout from not seeing people. Mm-hmm. We're burnout from all these Zoom and team meetings. We are people. Right. We need each Social other. Yeah, needs, We need right? each other. So I think there's a, there's been a lot of burnout and we can translate that um, to suicides. Mm. And that's because we have isolated ourselves as a sure. result of this pandemic.
0: And hopelessness. Mm-hmm. And that overwhelming sense of hopelessness. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Listen, uh, my next question is, uh, what can you share with our listeners about uh, learning to balance the, uh, different responsibilities? When... Mm. When nothing can be put back on the back burner. Right. You know, how do you balance things?
1: Um, I would like for you all to know that my life is perfectly balanced. (laughs) It's not. And I think that the person that says their life is perfectly balanced is, is... not being honest, and I think, yeah, Yeah. the delusional, and I think, I think when we tell ourselves that we're, we're not perfectly balanced, that we're creating that stress that leads to the burnout, but how do I balance my life is, um, A, I learned years ago, um, if everything is a priority, nothing's a priority, and, and, and you need to, all of us need to allow ourselves to accept that. Mm. If everything's a priority, nothing's a priority. That's good. When we have these, when I have my lists, mm-hmm. I try and prioritize those lists. Sure. Early on, I, you'll remember um, when Steve, when uh, the, the Stephen Covey. Um, oh yeah,
0: seven. Yes, yeah. Habits. Uh, the highly
1: <laughs> habits, and we had the day planners, the Stephen sure. Covey planners, oh, yeah. and you had to a uh, uh, a list item was A, B, or C. <laughs> I still do that yep. on my list. Yep. This is an A, B, or C. Yep. So we may create these giant lists. That's okay. Then go through that list and group it. Go through that list then and group by category. Then go through it and A, B, C, and A, B, sure. C, and D it. Mm-hmm. So you give uh, we give ourselves that that flexibility mm-hmm. to help with the balance. Right. I've got these A items done today. I don't need to advance to B. Wow. I'm good. Yeah. I need to go take a walk, or I committed to exercise this year, mm-hmm. so I'm going to the I'm going to the Y. I'm That's going good. to the field Make house. It. Um, I. I, um, those are just, those are just some, some ideas. I, it is a delusion that that we can have a perfectly balanced life. I love the teeter totter, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes my balance is up. Sometimes I'm down. Sure. Both are good. Both are fun and both are okay. Yeah. And some there's some weeks where my life, my my balance is really heavy. Business, mm-hmm. it's all about the alliance and mm-hmm. what has to be execu- executed this week. Sure, that doesn't mean I'm neglecting my husband, I'm neglecting myself no. or my friends. No. It's okay that work takes priority this sure. week, and that, uh, but I'm not. I can still do that and not neglect the responsibilities to the family.
0: So you can manipulate the yeah, priority, absolutely, to fit the demand. At the moment,
1: absolutely, That's absolutely. Good. When Easter comes, my priority is Jesus.
0: Come on. <laughs>
1: when spring break comes, when we have a little spring break, my yeah. priority is getting my husband out of town. Sure. Right? Sure. Um, is that is that wellness with each other? So the, the so balance is just imagine the teeter the, the seesaw or the teeter totter. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I don't know yeah, what college was, students call it today. Yeah,
0: right. We get it balanced. Yeah. The scales. But yeah. but it
1: can be. It doesn't have to be perfectly balanced. Sure. And I don't want that life. No. Do you?
0: No. It's delusional. It's delusional
1: think. and it's boring.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I I think I want to bring to our students uh, their understanding that this type of balance and perception and awareness of uh, how to prioritize yep. translates in all different occupations. Yeah. Uh, I was active duty for nine years and six years in the reserves. And in what branch? In the Army.
1: Well, I love the Air Force. Uh, <laughs>
0: you know what? But with, with
1: that, you know, you got to have, Army's got to have the Air Force.
0: That's right. You, y'all have to get us there, and then we'll take it from there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I enjoy having the opportunity to uh, work in ministry. Mm-hmm. Ministry, I have to Learn balance as a college administrator. Balance and partnerships within community with uh, people like you. We have to learn how to negotiate life's challenges. Right. Right, and
1: just because I you aren't my priority today does not mean that you lack value in in, in my world or what's going on sure. one of the things I am privileged to do is I teach for the US Chamber of Commerce I mm-hmm. teach other chamber and nonprofit executives across the country okay. and for the longest time and you remember this we used to have to we used to try and teach and talk to people about work-life balance oh yeah there's I, I, work-life balance again what it's kind life? of a myth <laughs> yeah we life is messy life is busy mm-hmm. and it, and it's it's how we manage that and, That's and so, so it's um, you know balance is important. We don't want to when we're on the seesaw. We don't want to be on the up like for three weeks. Mm-hmm. We want to we want that to teeter back and forth between right. different areas of our life. To me, that's the balance.
0: That's a better balance, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, what advice can you give to our listeners to create a healthy workplace environment? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think that creating a healthy workplace en- environment. Um, is it goes back to your why mm-hmm. and uh, and 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 your core values okay. and, and and core values also goes with, with your next question as well. But creating that healthy environment is taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. um, taking breaks, yeah. remembering to be healthy, and and make make smart decisions, and allow yourself the grace to not make that smart decision Ooh, when the pizza by goes by. <laughs> I went to the gym this morning. I could have a slice of pizza, right? Sure. And give yourself that grace. It's it's when we uh you know, put this incessant pressure on ourselves to be perfect mm-hmm. that we miss out on so much and we make bad choices.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know what? The, a lot of more of our stress mm-hmm. will be reduced if we would allow ourselves to have some grace. Yeah. But oh, man, I love talking to you anyway, but I love when you're in your uh, sweet spot.
1: Well, thanks. <laughs> and you know, remember when we're talking about so so as students, you're getting an education. You're getting you're investing in yourself right now. Mm-hmm. And so when we you know when we talk about you know making sure it's a comfortable environment and finding the balance, you have a responsibility to your faculty to meet the expectations of that syllabus that they put forward. Come on. So you can have some grace there, mm-hmm. but remember. You, you are your brand. Yeah. And so you might think, well, I'm in control of my balance. But if my balance at the end of four years has failed mm. because I made the decision to not go to class or I made the decision not to do the paper yeah. or made the decision not to be a good partner in a class project, yeah. that's, that's going to create you know an unhappy person.
0: Yeah. And, and you're establishing behaviors that's going to become habits.
1: That's right. And yeah. then you'll have difficulty finding the right job and keeping the job.
0: And keeping it. Yeah. So what are some questions a person can ask during an interview uh, that could shed light as to what the workplace environment is like?
1: You bet. I think it's a great question. Mm-hmm. You need to, uh, as a student, when you go for that first, second or third job interview, mm-hmm. um, you need to be asking questions. Tell me about your corporate culture. What wow. is the culture like at Liberty University? Yeah. What is the culture like at the Lynchburg Regional Business Alliance? Mm-hmm. What are your core values? What yeah. are the core values for Company A, B, C, and D? Mm-hmm. Um, and if I were to, if I were to, uh, as I leave here after I have this great interview with <laughs> you, and when <laughs> I leave you. here, if I ask folks as I'm leaving, you know, other employees, um, what's the culture like here? What would they say? Wow. Those are key areas. If they say don't ask. Then that's a red flag. That's a red flag. Right? Now, if they give off their core values and their core values are not aligned with yours or not in the same ballpark as yours, Mm -hmm. then that's a flag, a red flag that may not be the best culture for you. That's good. Um, and, um, And if they say, we don't have core values then that's, that's, that's a red flag that's as well. Additional. And it could be depending on the job. You know, I might say in that scenario, well, if you hire me, will you, will you allow me to be in charge of helping establish oh, the core good. values for the company? Because then that shows some initiative, right? Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. they may not want yes, it.
0: They say, thank you. Yeah.
1: yeah. But those, are, those would be some key questions. What that's are your good. core values um, as a company? What is the, core, what is the environment like here? Mm-hmm. If as I left here or, came, or made calls to existing employees... Um,
0: what would they say? What would they say? Yeah.
1: What would they say? And I always like to ask, do you allow pets? And I think sometimes the dr- asking about the dress code also lets you know, mm. right? What yeah. is the dress code here? Mm. Well, the dress code is we're, we're business casual on Fridays. Um, you know, and, and, and other, uh, the rest of the week it's, it's business casual mm-hmm. or it's professional Monday through Thursday, Fridays it's, uh, it's logo wear yeah. at the Alliance we're, you know, during COVID we're pretty casual, business mm-hmm. casual. Um, but pre COVID it's business during the week on Fridays, you can wear whatever you want, as long as you got a logo on. Yeah. Right. And then, and then the next question is, does the company provide the logo, the logo wear? Right. Because sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, and that's Mm -hmm. an expense. And if it's an expense to you, the question is, "Mm, so... Should you? Yeah. (laughs) Usually companies will provide one or two or three items of logo wear, and then anything else is up to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So, what is the importance of observing the Sabbath?
1: Oh. Well, that's probably a whole other podcast. (laughs) It really is. But when it comes to occupational wellness, Mm -hmm. um, we the importance of observing the Sabbath is, is taking a break mm-hmm. is refueling ourselves. Recharge or something. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is is um, you know, that inner peace, that focusing on who we are, giving ourselves a mental break, mm-hmm. whether it's um, whether it's a, a good long nap or walking or just sitting in meditation or prayer. It's absolutely critical to to who, who we are. So um, I think it's very, very important. Definitely. And and shouldn't go and should not go unobserved
0: because mm, we need it. We do. Yeah, you have to recharge. Yeah, yeah. or at some point you're going to reach burnout.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I think about it a lot too. Um, I, I always think about uh, recharging in when we fly, when we get back to flying, mm-hmm. and um, when um, we sit down and the and the. Um, The flight attendants are going through the flight check, right? And then they say, "In the event of an emergency, right? Right. The oxygen mask is going to fall down. Apply it to yourself, and then Keith, right? And then to your neighbor. And and that's why that's one of the many, you know. There's there's the you know it's not the core reason about the Sabbath, but that's what the Sabbath can do for us, right? We oxygenate ourselves, so I can oxygenate you.
0: That's right. I'm no help to you Mm -hmm. if I pass out. That's right. right. Yeah. So I have. Two more questions, and uh, the first is, how can you encourage uh, someone to keep on praying when they feel like their prayers are not being heard or haven't been answered yet?
1: Well, I think that kind of goes to the mask. Mm -hmm. Um, we, uh, We put the mask on. And we know that it's either it's going to engage immediately or when it's needed. Yeah. And uh, everybody, we have to continue. We we have to continue putting that mask on Mm. and helping ourselves. Prayers are answered. Yes, sir. Um, and they're answered when God determines they Mm. need to be answered.
0: That's good. That's good. Megan, last question. Mm -hmm. How would you like to challenge our listeners today, as it pertains to this topic of preventing? Burnout Mm -hmm. or developing good uh, occupational wellness habits.
1: Well, I think um, keeping it always keeping it simple, Mm -hmm. um, and remembering, uh, I like the you know do unto others is a great example. Mm -hmm. But I challenge you to look at your syllabi, and what is it your professors expect of you? Mm -hmm. That's what your employers are going to expect of you. Professors aren't being mean; they're Mm -hmm. not being all powerful and controlling because they can be. They're actually preparing you for, for uh, direct life lessons and life opportunities. That's so I good. challenge excuse me, I challenge the students too. Uh, when you' to make a list, find the, the easiest way to, for you to manage your time and your projects. Mm-hmm. I would encourage you um, to make sure you're having impact. That's and good. if what yeah. you're doing is not impactful to you, or the people around you, if it's not fulfilling, then you're then you need to rethink where you're at. That's right. And that goes for your the chosen profession. Um, I, I challenge I, I challenge you to make sure um, you're providing impact. That's good. Um, and that's for me. That's important. I'm not my, I don't have good wellness. I'm not enjoying my job and what I'm doing. If I don't see where there's, where I'm making impact, where I'm moving the needle. Absolutely. Um, So I I think um, good habits would include physical fitness, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. If it's just a walk, uh, if it's just taking a walk every day, if it's golf, I love to golf. I'm a golfer. So (laughs) golfing is great. You always need the mental break. So I challenge that, but I do challenge you to be the best you can be. That's awesome. You you are your own brand. You're the Coca Cola. You're no, the you've, Nike. You're you the. I've said
0: that several times. Yeah, bro. and
1: so if you want people to respect you, they're, they're it's perception, yeah. and you have to carry yourself that way. I know you're going to get up tomorrow morning, and you're going to be tired, and you're going to think, I don't. I'm just going to put a baseball cap on and a ponytail, or I'm not going to brush my teeth. There, I'm not going to. You know, I'm going to wear sweats. Yeah. You are your brand. That's good. And and people who um, are successful get noticed by 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 those areas so that's
0: good well listen megan you have knocked the ball out of the park today you said you said a couple of things that um stuck with me that i will take you up on your offer to come back and we'll do a another podcast and you're terribly busy and successful and um you help our community. And so thank you for your time today. Thank you for all that you it's do. my pleasure. And thank you for helping us with our occupational wellness.
1: Well, thank you. Thanks for thinking of me. Thank you, right back at you, for being a great leader, not just at Liberty, but in the community as well. We're lucky to get to work with you. And, you know, we love Liberty. As I said, Professor Lucas yeah. is, <laughs> is my husband, and he's a professor at the law school, and uh, Liberty is our economic engine. Yes. Um, and uh, that's very important to the growth and success of, of all of us in, in the, in the Kauvelensberg region home. So I appreciate you inviting me. Thanks for having me.
0: All right.